The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond. Beyond. Beyond! Well, oh, very nice, nice. Mitch. That Welcome, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I have very few family members listening. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 232, I want to say. I'm Ryan Clements, one of your hosts, and I'm joined by the one, the only, he only does everything. Colin Moriarty. You're playing Sumioni that punk head. You guys, I'm doing you on your punk head. And we are joined for the first time in Beyond History. Oh, no, wait, unless you've joined when I haven't been on, but I don't think you have. All right. The one and only Mitch Dyer. 232 backwards is also 232. Whoa. What do they call that? Lose my mind. Anagram? No, no. no. It's uh Shit, what is that? I don't know. I always forget this one. We'll think of it later. Whatever. Everybody's I can't, I can't probably I'm so everybody's tired. probably yelling it at their at their <laughs> microphones. You're so what? dumb. Those idiots. So welcome. What is an anagram? What am I? What am anagram I? Anagram is like when you have one word that also spells oh, right, another right, right, right. word. Close. Like, <laughs> somewhat close. So I'm, in the, I'm in the ballpark. It's all the same yeah, yeah. thing. When when the God spells dog. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to uh, Podcast Beyond, the awesomest and coolest PlayStation podcast on IGN.com. Uh, thank you for joining us. So our one and only, le- I've used one and only three times now, but <laughs> we are all it. one and only. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there are three of us. Our fearless leader, Greg Miller, is uh, taking the day off, so we decided to step up and record in his place. So I will be hosting alongside Colin. I can and act Mitch. like Greg the whole time. I don't, What's I don't, up, everybody? That's That like was that? pretty good. That was actually pretty good. Cool. But I don't want you to do that. I want you to be I yourself. I want you to be yourself. Okay. Uh, we have a couple really good topics today, but uh, I think what I would like toe, to do toe, toe. is, yes, we do have some toe, but I want to start with what once was, what is now, and forever will be, the Roper Report. Time for some news. Brought to you by Colin Moriarty. There are 11 items on the list this week. Oh, it's a hefty one. That's some news. They're in order of nothing, really. They're in order of... Maybe maybe chronological order. By the way, I totally Ascending. didn't even say who Mitch was or, about it. or oh, no, where no. he comes from. That's the mystery. Mitch Mitch Dyer is a Canadian. A mm-hmm. uh, he's recently he so- moved to the states. Yep, he's an I associate did. editor of IGN Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, he often helps on the uh, PlayStation coverage. He actually helped me on uh, uh, Amalur DLC not too long ago. Mm-hmm. There you go. Very graciously. Um, the le- the Legend of Dead Kel Indeed. or something. Yes. Yep. And uh, pirates. Yar. Yar. Yeah. Mitch is a Mitch is a game fan, very knowledgeable. Uh interesting yes. Twitter feed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like interesting. Well, yeah, it is. It's an interesting Twitter feed. I would have said obnoxious. No, I don't. I think mine's probably more, much more obnoxious than yours. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I think that he who links to a bunch of K-pop songs is probably most obnoxious. He who links <laughs> to K-pop songs. It sounds like your Indian name. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean Native American? I'm sorry, American. Native American. Yeah, there we go. My Twitter feed have is this nothing. conversation again. Yeah, my, yeah. Let's, <laughs> did we have? Wait, by the way, did we have this on the podcast or were we drunk and had this? Uh, this I think I don't think we've ever. Oh, have we ever talked about it on the podcast? No, probably not. I don't think so. Do you want to just quickly put it out for audience participation? Sure. Yeah, air it out. Uh, so Ryan and I, uh, I, I won't say argue because Ryan and I, like once a week or so with Greg, get drunk at our favorite bar in, yes. in the sunset where we live. And and uh, we were talking about Indian versus Native American. Right. Um, and, you know, I was telling him that, you know, I majored in American history. And so we, we studied the Native Americans or the Indians quite quite extensively. And that, you know, there was, a, you know, they used to be called the Indians and then they were called the Native Americans as sort of a PC thing. And now uh, there's a, a somewhat of a movement to recapture the term Indian. Indian American. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ryan, you know, argues, uh, especially because his girlfriend's Indian and he's, he, you know, he, he's uh, more familiar with that culture that it's kind of, you know, it's obviously a, a misnomer. I mean, it, um, you know, they, right. they were called Indians because Indians, they thought they were in the, the West Indies, of course, or the East Indies. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So I still call them Indians, uh, but I sometimes call them Native Americans as well. I right. don't really think, I I just, think they're interchangeable. I guess, I, and the real, the whole point of this is just that I think that it's just confusing. It just causes confusion. Oh, yeah. So when I say my girlfriend is Indian, I, I have actually had people be like, oh, what tribe is she from? And I'm like, no, she's from India. <laughs> like, what the, tribe the, is sub, the subcontinent. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's, it's just, uh, I think it's confusing. So if uh, Native Americans want to be called like Indian or American Indian, I, I, of course, I don't care at all. I mean, whatever makes people happy, I just think it will cause more confusion. I'm not sure. But American Indian or Indian American would, I guess, work because it would, yeah, it's that's kind of clear cool. that it's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's becoming the new the new norm. These are these are the things that we discuss. Shit just got real on Beyond. Yeah, we do. We well, we talk Damn. about the serious issues like PlayStation and the uh, cultural identities <laughs> of the world's peoples. So, uh, Colin, I don't know. Was that should we? Okay, and then we so we introduce Mitch. Yeah, we're all set. So we're gonna jump into the biggest and best news that has hit the PlayStation universe. This week, yes. or rather, this week and probably maybe a little bit of last week. Do you have any of probably. like Friday's news? Yeah, probably. All right, we'll let's see. Do, let's do let's it. Let's just see what happens. This Some does uh, th- this Roper report does not necessarily does not necessarily reflect the opinions of IGN.com. Uh, number one, uh, Rockstar has revealed something interesting about its upcoming games: Max Payne Three and Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, the cruise quote cruise you establish in Max Payne Three will be able to be imported into Grand Theft Auto Five and vice versa via Rockstar Social Club integration. So. Playing one could, I guess, help you in the other. Few other details about the nature of Grand Theft Auto V's multiplayer modes in particular are known at this time. Mm. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. That was an IGN exclusive, if I, if I remember correctly. Yes? Excellent. Yep, yep, yep. we wrote um, that this morning. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. I want to know more about Grand Theft Auto V. Probably one of my most anticipated games. I still think it's coming out this year. I think we'll you're see. a crazy person. Um, crazy. Grand Theft Auto games typically, you know, it depends. Like Grand, like Grand Theft Auto Three and Vice. No, Grand Theft Auto Three and San Andreas came out in the fall. Yeah. Vice City and Four came out in the spring. It was, I think it was summer. Or like February. Yeah, I don't know when the hell. Well. Yeah, it was like October or something for three, and then like <laughs> seven, eight months later, Vice City was out. Yeah. Something like that. No, 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 no. Three, I think, came out in October two thousand one. That was my seventeenth birthday, mm-hmm. and then I was. A f- freshman in college when Vice City came <laughs> I love out? how everybody that's listening probably yeah. has the internet. They could just <laughs> yeah. look it up. Uh, I want to say I want to say Vice City came out uh, in early 2003, but I could be wrong. Uh, number two, although we've known about it for a couple of months, Sony has officially unveiled the Little Big Planet carding. 
to the masses with the trailer and new screenshots. United Front Games, the minds behind Mod Nation Racers, are unsunsurprisingly developing the title uh, with the help of. Oh, Liverpool. really? Okay. Because yeah. I thought that sounded like the biggest fuck you in the history of game development. No, uh, and it says uh, Little Big Planet's native studio media molecules helping them, even though they don't want to okay. work on Little Big Planet anymore. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think that's interesting. It seems like uh, you know I posted, I got the video yesterday from Sony. We held it until the embargo. They looked at the screenshots. It really looks like Mod Nation Racer. So I assume it's yeah. really just a reskin. It's probably the same engine. Do we, care? Do we care about this game? Um, people I are going to. That. This is probably what they should have done in the first place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because obviously Sackboy has more cachet. You think so? Then Mod Nation Racers. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we well, yeah. all the Mod Nation Racers. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Mario Kart works I, so well, I think, is because it's these characters you know and love. Mm-hmm. Mod Nation Racers was like, or even Crash Team Racing or something like that. Like, you, you, were yeah. like, you knew these guys. You know, this is this is interesting. <laughs> hey, but, guys. But Mod <laughs> I Nation, remember I, you. I love you. But, 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 you know, Mod Nation Racers was like introducing this whole new character model thing, you know, and it was like the whole create, share, share Literally play, the only thing I liked about it. Um, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, but that's, that's due out sometime this year. Um, and obviously United Front is very talented. Hopefully they can get the load times down on a little big planet carting from the 30 or 40 seconds it takes to load a track in Mod Nation. <laughs> Actually, Fake Hazarai uh, tweeted today. Did you see his tweet about, about no, I didn't. Well, he said He said something like... Uh, fake uh, Hazarai. He's like, Little Big Planet carting doesn't... Uh, isn't like the new kart racer for Sony because Mod Nation Racers isn't a kart racer. It's a loading screen simulator. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Uh, that's, amazing. That's kind of the one thing is that, you know, no no disrespect to the studio, but that those games had such bad loading times that I don't really want to deal with that, and I don't really care what game I'm playing. Like, I don't want to wait 40 to 45 seconds for a single track in a racing yep. game to load. That's a long time. It is a long time for anything to load. Especially in a, in a kart racer where the match itself takes like three minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's a waste of time. It's loading for literally a third of your play time. <laughs> I could have done two laps in that time. <laughs> What's weird is what I want to know is, you know, United Front obviously did the PS3 game. I'm not sure they did the PSP game. I'm not positive about that. But San Diego did. Sony San Diego did the Vita game. Vita and even game. that game had bad load times. There's something about it. Like, I, I don't yeah, understand. What's going like, on? I don't know. What's going on? I don't got, get it. Got to load all them customization pieces. Yeah, I guess so. All at once. Um, what else we got, Kyle? This one's pretty long. Bear with me. All right. Uh, number three, Sony has revealed February's best-selling content on PSN. I always like looking at this because there's some weird games on here. <laughs> Thankfully, Amy's not on the list anymore. Uh, the top 20 games on the service in order are as follows. The Simpsons Arcade Game, Gotham City Imposters, huh. The House of the Dead 3, Shank 2, NFL Blitz, NBA Jam on Fire Edition, which will not go away. Infamous Festival of Blood, Grand Theft Auto 4, Jack and Daxter Collection, Real Steel is still on the uh, Sonic, which you reviewed, right, Mitch? No, I did Real Steel. Yeah, you're, you you did review it? Yeah. And it Sorry, was terrible. Sonic. Yeah, yeah, Real Steel's awful. Uh, Sonic CD, Madden NFL 12, Resident Evil 4 HD, Mass Effect 2. Wow. Uh, Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection, Shadow of the Colossus uh, HD, Castle Crashers, Worms, Ultimate Mayhem, Payday the Heist, and Dungeon Defenders. Hey, Colin. Yeah. Sean writes into beyond at IGN.com with a comment, writes... Question for the show. How the fuck does Real Steel continue to chart in in the top 20 PSN games? Looking at February's best-selling list, it's actually climbing it, jumping from number 15 in January to number 10. Stop buying it, this game. It's sitting at 41 on Metacritic with a 3 and a, three out of 10 from IGN. No one ever talks about it on any podcast I listen to, yet it continues to show up. Does this not seem weird to anyone else? Is this indicative of the widely accepted notion that no one buys PSN games? How can we get these people to stop buying that game and instead buy games that are 
actually worth the shit. I think Dungeon this Defenders. is from Sean. Thank I'm you, Sean. Game. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a I think he has a point that I'm not. You know, the, Sony never releases the actual sales numbers. Some in, some ingenious people on the internet before have like gone into certain games to see how many people are on the leaderboards and then kind of have garnered how many people have bought the game. They do that with Stardust all the time, which is how we know it's probably the best-selling PSN game. But yeah, I mean, for all we know, this could be several thousand people buying the game. Um, and of course, Real Steel maybe maybe children interested in it. maybe some people like that movie. I don't know. Maybe it's cheap. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's on sale or anything. I remember IGN alum uh, Arthur Geese once said that I think he saw the Real Steel movie and said that it was okay. People like that. People like that movie <laughs> so, a lot. Uh, there's that, and he's really hard to please. So that really <laughs> surprised me. That is that is interesting. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a movie I'll never see. Uh, the top ten Vita games in order are as follows. And remember, this doesn't take into account retail sales. Okay, this is uh, all downloadable. Yeah, Escape Plan, Super Stardust Delta, Tales mm-hmm. from Space, Mutant Blobs Attack. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Plants vs. Zombies, Rayman Origins, Uncharted Golden Abyss, Ninja Gaiden, Sigma Plus, Hustle Kings, and Dynasty Warriors next. There's not really a bad game on that list. The last two were kind of iffy, but that's a, that's a pretty solid lineup. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good Solid. Definitely solid. Almost all those games are launch games, too. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, and Plants, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Okay. Cool. Uh, number four. Uh, Epic Mickey 2, The Power of 2, has been confirmed for PlayStation 3 as well as Wii and Xbox 360. And will be released later in 2012. Does anyone care? Yeah, the game will be hot on Move. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's going to no, use Move. I think it'll be great. Yeah. Come on. I'm sorry. Really? I know, Mitch. You're being totally sincere. I laughed. I'm Come sorry. On. I just, I can't force myself to to care for Move at all. Okay. I'm, it's That's very fair. difficult for me. Not to say that I actively dislike it or yeah. go out of my way to find things to dislike about it. I just... I just really don't. I'm with you. Like I'm not a. Big I don't even fan. own. I don't even own a move at home. Like really. all my move, all my move experiences are here in the <laughs> office. Yeah, I have like two. Killzone yep. was really good on move. All right. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, I'm happy. Anyway, yeah. I there, use I use Mickey. a mouse and keyboard yeah, sometimes. You, you so I don't even know what yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, it's funny you say Killzone was good with move because I I went at GDC. I went to a panel uh, where Gorilla was talking about their experience with the PlayStation Move. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty fascinating like what they had a like the technical challenges they had to overcome or whatever and killzone is like widely considered like an actually really good game on on move although i didn't play it with move and you know i'm not a killzone fan anyway but i did beat it yeah uh number five it's yes. been confirmed that assassin creed 3's multiplayer suite is being developed by ubisoft uh Annecy. the devs that worked on multiplayer components for assassin creed brotherhood and splinter cell chaos theory so that's interesting i'm, I'm actually yeah. kind of curious what multiplayer will look like in that game i bet it looks a lot like assassin's creed multiplayer i bet you you're right I don't, I, they got a good thing going and they didn't change anything in the uh the two sequels so i don't think i don't know maybe three doesn't look like that much of an overhaul thematically yeah but i don't think structurally it's going to change much yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited about that game obviously yeah um comments any thoughts uh on assassin's creed mm. not really okay. i could i i'm you know i'm not a not a huge fan totally Totally happy with people that enjoy Assassin's Creed. Kind of lost that. I kind of missed that sh- that boat when it sailed. Haven't haven't never really played any of them, and now we're like five games in or whatever. So <laughs> you I'm got so, like eighty hours to yeah, play. Yeah, I totally, so I totally, now. I will never be able to catch up with those games. Yeah. If you just skip the next Final Fantasy, you can just play through all those. Instead. I kind of, I kind of have a feeling I could play three and not ne- and just be fine I think with just be playing okay. three. Yeah, it kind of seems not. like it's almost a reboot of yeah. sorts. Reboot. Thank goodness for reboots, man. Seriously. We would never be able to play video games if it weren't for reboots. Remember the show Maybe. Reboot? Maybe. The cartoon? No. The show? Yeah, I like thought you were talking baseball. Oh, the show called Reboot. Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh. I loved that show. Dude, Canadian made. Reboot! 
And then they'd all turn into fucking shit, and then they'd be like... They turn into shit. They don't turn into shit. They turn into cool shit, like oh, pirates okay. or space fighters or... No, no, no. That was... that was Okay, so what happened is they, like, fast-forwarded 10 years after some dude died, and the young kid from the original series was, like, a grown-up, eye-patched, bearded badass. He was a grown-ass oh, yeah. man. Yeah. He was a grown-ass man. He was a grown-ass <laughs> man. What else we got, Colin? Uh, number six, in an interview with me... Sony Santa, <laughs> Sony Santa Monica's Shannon Stud still revealed that God of War maybe indeed headed a PlayStation Vita. And even said that Sony is considering, quote, all options with the franchise, including bringing it to iOS. Uh, Holy the, shit. the caveat is that she says, you know, they're, they're considering everything, but that doesn't mean they'll go there, of course. Um, right. But it was cool. She was very candid. You were there during the interview. Uh, we, we conducted this interview a while ago. Yeah. Um, I will tease that I am sitting on a couple of other interviews with Sony First Parties that we will be posting soon. Clements was there for one. Um, which I think was even more fascinating than Santa Monica interview, and that was with uh, one of the executives of Sony San Diego. Uh, and that will go up uh, next week, probably. And I'm also sitting on an interview with Sucker Punch, although I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Um, I kind of want to interview them again, to be honest. You know what I just remembered how to do? <laughs> yeah. I remember how to draw an anime eye. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. You even got like the the, re- the light reflection. Yeah. In addition to like, yeah, the, I, looking I, all I used to I used to be obsessed with drawing anime faces, and, I, and I totally it totally just came back to me as we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else, Colin? Number seven. I am alive. Uh, Ubisoft's long and development downloadable game is coming to PlayStation Network the week of April fourth. You give a shit about that? Nope. <laughs> uh, number eight. All right. <laughs> is Dragon Age three in development? It may very well be. The series creative director Mike Laidlaw. Remarked on Twitter that Bioware is completely done working on Dragon Age 2 post-release support and, quote, has fully moved on to the next thing, end quote. What the next thing is, of course, remains to be seen. I assume it is Dragon Age 3, but totally, we'll see. Yep. Uh, never played a Dragon Age game. Oh, man, play Origins. You can skip, too. 2 is okay. I played the first one. I wasn't crazy first about one's it. first one's great. Great story. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... There was something about that game that feel, felt like it didn't belong on a console. Oh yeah, no, it's totally it's clunky as fuck on a console. Yeah, I didn't. I don't play PC Gameplay games. Gameplay wise, really. it's totally meant to be played on PC. Played on PC. Okay. It's good. It was good. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will play PC. Yeah, I will. Actually, oh, I will, yeah. Colin. Yeah. Wake your ass up. Come I'm on. so tired. The last games I played on PC were Civ Five, which I was like straight obsessed with. Yeah. And uh, Shogun Two. As much oh, as you so make, good, as right? much as you make fun of me for PC gaming, there are PC games you you have enjoyed. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. Civilization is like awesome. Yeah. I've still. By the way, so I also played Civ. I own Civ Five, and I still don't really know what to do. Like <laughs> I, I I started it. I played it. I, I I booted up, and it's like you know, go through this tutorial, and mm-hmm. I was like, and they're like, all right, well now you can, now you can make civilization. Shogun's the same way. And the I and like three I hours. had no idea what to do. Shogun's yeah. tough. I didn't play it for very long because I was like, I don't really. I feel like I'm out of my depth here. It's really difficult. But civilizations, uh, I can deal with it. But what bothers me about Civ Five is that there's like a finite end. And I wish that the game would just end when someone wins, you know? Like, it would like, take so fucking long. I know, but I just feel so like the, para- the parameters bother me. Like, you really, you can't diversify. You really have to go in, like, one direction, and I don't like that. Like, Civ Five actually becomes less fun when you get towards the end, I think. Like, I think it's really fun in the beginning and the middle. But I, then, would, like, I would agree with you there, yeah. But then I, I feel like it kind of loses its way. But it's still really fun. I played it for, like, a month straight on my couch. Uh, <laughs> number <laughs> on your nine. laptop? Yeah, yeah, I had the mouse on the arm of the the couch yes uh number nine ea has announced a new wave of server uh, shutdowns for some of its legacy games amongst the ps3 games in particular affected as of april 13th are ea create ea sports active 2.0 the godfather 2 which i love ea sports mma need for speed pro street the saboteur and spare parts spare parts was bad yep uh the psp game fifa 10 will also be affected so if you want to get online with any of those games you better do it now especially if there are trophies you need to get uh i know godfather 2 won't be affected in terms of trophies so don't worry about that friends don't worry about that. Uh, Don't that, worry about and that, it. And that's easy plat. Plat plat? Plat. 
Uh, number 10, is Ignition Entertainment working on a sequel to El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron? I hope they are. Uh, you new, love that game, Colin. Yeah, it was great. A uh, new Japanese website posted by Ignition <laughs> indicates that this, this may be the case, teasing, quote, El Shaddai New Project 2012, end quote, with text that reads, quote, who is the ultimate angel who God speaks of, end quote. We reached out to Ignition PR. I talked to them. Um, uh, they refused to comment on their plans <laughs> with El Shaddai. They just said, a Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Um, yeah, El Shaddai, of course, I don't know if you guys remember. We talked about it, actually. No, we talked about the, the yeah. game I always wanted to play and never have never gotten to either. It's a beautiful game. Uh, it's also a pretentious and unfocused game, um, and I hope that they do a lot to fix that because there there's definite potential to be an amazing game there somewhere somewhere in the mess of pretension. Okay, uh, pretension. <laughs> number eleven. Uh, this is an interesting story because it's such a divisive game. Shenmue HD may be coming to PlayStation Network soon. According to a source reported by Gamerzine's quote with ties to Sega, end quote, Shemu HD has apparently been finished and ready for release for over a year. Furthermore, Shemu 2 HD is also finished, apparently, and awaiting release. If and when these games will find their way onto downloadable services remains to be seen. Now, the thing about Shenmue, I don't know a lot of people had Dreamcast and played Shenmue. You know, we obviously had Dreamcast, um, and maybe some younger gamers didn't, or people skipped it or whatever. That, that game has apparently not aged well, but I remember it quite fondly. Yeah, so I think I'm, we I'm, all do. So I'm anxious but to see when we go about. back and it's like, do you know where I can find sailors? <laughs> I should buy another. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel like that game was so ahead of its time, and I don't. I don't. Maybe. Well, now it's you know eleven years later. So I'm looking for a man that can read Chinese characters. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I wonder why Sega. I wonder why Sega's holding them. Who knows, man? That's wild. Because Sega's been releasing all sorts of shit on uh, PSN. Well, thank you very much for that uh, that bunch of news, buddy. Good rundown. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. very good. That's it. All right, very good. Well, let us continue on with our show uh, with, uh, I don't know, Colin, mm. question for you. Mm. If I wanted to go buy a game, mm. right, mm. and I was thinking to myself, man, what games in my Grom and Grop uh, video game show, mm. uh, store can mm. I get? Where would I turn to acquire such information? You mm. go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Boo, 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 Jesus. Boo. Man, you loud. nailed that jingle yeah. today. That's um, good. There are Thanks, four buddy. retail games and four downloadable games to speak of. I got all the downloadable You got the downloadable games, games yep, so we'll skip here. that. Yeah. Uh, retail. Uh, retail. Ninja Gaiden, also known as Ninja Gaiden 3. Yes. Uh, Mitch, you reviewed that? Yeah, the game's awesome. No, don't play it. What'd you give it? 3. 3.0. It's, it's rough. That's, that's <laughs> the same that's as Real rough. Steel. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden 3. That's rough. That's Equates as, to Real Steel. Almost as bad as Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil Operation, Operation Raccoon City, which also got a terrible score, right? 4. 4. So not terrible. Bad. Man. And people say that we give every game a 9. Well, no, 8.5, I think, is the score that uh, they, they claim that we uh, give everything. Uh, Silent Hill HD Collection, which we gave a good score. Did yeah. you review that? Yeah, it's no. a 9. You reviewed it? Yeah, the game's incredible. I'm excited. How are the trophies? I don't care. Hmm. Sorry. Mm. I, don't, a, I just don't remember. Con- you know what? It's me. actually, they're really far apart. Really far apart. Yeah? Yeah, like, I got maybe three having finished both games. Jeez. They like they really yeah, right. You have to know. Concerning. You have to know Silent Hill in and out, because what they want you to do is go out of the way, collect all the stuff to get all the endings. So it's it's a lot of work. Mm, yeah, that's not probably so not worth your time. This concerns me. I really do, I really game. do think that trophies should be more about enjoyment than work. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I I agree in the sense like Greg and I were talking about this. Like, what if there was a trophy or an achievement consultant that was your job? Because and you like <laughs> and you like when the game was like kind of like eighty percent done and they start considering what they're going to do with trophies and they start patching everything. How do I manage my trophy time? I need it's, a manager. It, well, it's just like you need to know like like some games. First of all, like we've talked about in the past, uh, there's there's evidence there's data that suggests that games sell significantly better if they have easy trophies including hmm. uh you know to the tune of like well you remember the stories like 30 that like 
30,000 extra units or something for like a children's game, for instance, if it has like easy trophies. Really? Yeah. Dudes like me will be like, oh, we get it on the Xbox. <laughs> and uh, so like, I just, I want to, I like a trophy list. Like I think Godfather 2, like we just talked about, is like a really fair game to get trophies. And like, just be thorough, but you don't have to be stupid. You know, like Mafia 2 is a really, or Mafia, was it Mafia 2? Yeah, was a, yeah. was a, a good example. And then there are games like Grand Theft Auto 4 that are outrageous or games that require you to be online all the time. So like Uncharted's another fair one, I think. But I don't know. I, I, I enjoy the trophy hunt, but I, I have no energy anymore. It bothers yeah. me when they're like tied to certain days. Like play on March 12th at 6, 16 p.m. <laughs> like, f- f- fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, a, no. one, there's one in Arkham City for um, the calendar, calendar man. man great, one. though. Yeah, I mean, but you have it's to really like clever. you have to like if you don't want to do it organically, you have to fuck with your like <laughs> internal clock. The one yeah. that sucks is uh, Crisis Two had one where you have to sign online, and then sign online six months later, <sighs> and you get a bronze trophy. And then people found out that it was glitched <laughs> <laughs> after half a year. Like they waited, they had it's everything. Finally, time. Like you, it was impossible to get the platinum trophy in like no. until six months after the game came. I out. think Brothers in Arms Hell's Highway had something like that where like the year anniversary of the game you could get the achievement but i don't know if it like worked on the second and third and fourth year so i think you had like one chance yeah that's rough and so yeah some games like calling all cars i think is an example uh twisted metal i think has a, a trophy where you have to be like at the top of the leaderboard or something like something yes, impossible where like it's gross. like it's I, and that's not fair because that means that like there's just that that trophy is impossible to get. yeah um, i totally agree so uh colin's next mm-hmm. job is going to be trophy consultant Colin Moriarty, trophy consultant. Good. I will say, too, that because I've been talking a lot about this, just real quick, Plants vs. Zombies on Vita has a platinum trophy. I've been trying to chase that. Uh, man, oh, man, is is endless mode hard on that game. <laughs> it's I can't, it's I, not I, called endless for no reason. you got to get 40 waves in. I've gotten, like, 32 waves. I feel like my setup is just so good, you know? It's got the corn, the might of the corn cob the corn cannon. corn cob cannon. My favorite thing Colin has ever discussed to me in gaming is the corn cob cannon. It's, it's he showed me He showed me his setup in Plants vs. Zombies Endless Mode, and the screen doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's just and it doesn't completely move, like, and filled. It's, it's, it's like, like three frames too. a second. Yeah, it doesn't it's like, like doesn't oh my run. god. It's what awesome. a disaster. Uh, and finally, Armored Core 5, which I don't know if we've reviewed yet. Uh, I think Keza might be working on yes. it from our UK team, but I'm not entirely sure. I believe sure. that's correct. That's it. Yes. What are the digital downloads? We got, dude, this was like a big week. First of all, we um, the Spring Fever is continuing with uh, Raymond 3 HD. Raymond. Raymond. Uh, and also, there are about four bajillion things on sale this week. I don't know if you guys have seen all this. <laughs> but uh, so just to start, like, here are some PlayStation Plus discounts for Spring Fever. Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy Origins, Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy V, Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, Dissidia, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy IV, The Complete Collection, Final Fantasy Tactics, The War of the Lions. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Could you repeat those? Sure. Uh, almost every one of those is a 50% discount. <laughs> so if rags. you guys want to play Good. some Final Fantasy, this week is the week to get them. Man, get Tactics for sure. Yeah. What's the, uh, yeah there's tact- the original Tactics and uh, War of the yeah, Lions. Yeah, get War of the here. Lions. Of the main games, I don't know. one through seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever, like what's the one to play? The one, yeah. Have you, oh yeah, you're not like a no. Final I, like, I played, guy. I played seven. It was okay. I played ten. I liked it a lot. But like, what, is there like five, six, three? Which, I mean, what's the one people love? Six and seven. Really. Six and seven are the ones people seven. love. I, I, I'm partial. To, I'm partial six. to six. Maybe I'm, I'm a little more partial to seven, but I still really love six. Is six the one with the espers? Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, now, uh, just as a note. What, what I was going to say, real talk, is that mm. even though War of the Lions had an infinitely better translation, it was just a really cool game, I still think ta- the original tactics ran better. Like, it was smoother. Yeah, <laughs> it did, because when you were casting spells or summons, oh, it whatever, so, it was so slow. And yeah. to me, that like kind of 
kind of hurt it a little bit, but what are you going to do? That's such a fine game, though. Yeah, I, really, I, I, don't, I think both versions are totally playable. Yeah, I think so, too. And what I'm really confused about, I understand that they released Tactics twice on GBA or DS or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I guess one on GBA and one on DS. But, like, where's the proper Final Fantasy Tactics 2? Because those games were, like, kind of... I don't want to say kiddie games, because they, they weren't children's games. They were hard, hardcore strategy RPGs. But, like, where's the proper... Yeah, like the continuation. Middle English Final Fantasy Tactics game. It's been... 15 years <laughs> it's a, maybe the boat sailed on that one too man it's just Jeez. weird isn't it? it's just weird i feel like that game would sell like like a boatload if they did it a boatload a even. boatload the How boat, big of a boat, the boat may have here? sailed but it could still sell a boatload. <laughs> i mean don't, don't you think though i mean really yeah. like realistically like that game would probably do in its first week in japan a million units and i think that you know five million worldwide would be an easy an easy yeah. mark for that a million game. in japan is pretty crazy it is but you know that 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 um that crossover Koei Namco game that came out like two weeks ago in Japan did like it's like it's like uh, Dynasty Warriors but with like Namco characters yeah. too. I don't know exactly huh. what the hell it is. It sold, it sold like eight hundred thousand copies on PS3 in its <laughs> Jesus. first week. The Japanese right. really loved specific kinds of games, man. Yeah, yeah. God it's bless crazy. them. Yeah, God yep, bless yep, them. Yep, yep. The gods bless them, perhaps. There we go. What else? Uh, so uh, Vita games, Sumioni Demon Arts. Which, um, Colin, fill time for talk, talk to me about Sumioni. Yeah, I'm playing it for review. It's um, I'm not sold on it at all, really. I think it's a little too expensive. A really good idea, really beautiful game. Uh, nice idea. Like it, It's about kind of going through stages. It's a side-scrolling action game. You go through stages. The better your rating is, the different stages you go to. So you have all these different stages to explore, but you can only get them by getting good ratings. So it's a nice idea, but it's like kind of you can you can literally beat the game in like 15 minutes the first time through. It's, it's just like because uh, yeah. So you are reviewing it, right? Yeah. Because Brandon wrote in to Beyond at IGN.com and wanted to know who was doing the review. I'm doing it. I wanted to get it up today, but the, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm not going to get all the endings. I want to beat it one more time though. And, okay. And the bosses are are pretty difficult. Okay. There's just it's a good idea. I just don't. I just think it misses the mark. I, don't, I can't really explain it. I'll explain it better on the review, obviously. That's it. Cool. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, PSN games. Let's go through them. Okay. Warriors Orochi 3. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's the better game with Ryu Hayabusa in it this week. <laughs> True. Really? Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> All right, nice. Uh, Rayman 3 HD, as mentioned before. Uh, and then full PS3 games, uh, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine. Game's good. Uh, yeah, it was, it's actually. Fun. I heard it was a it's lot really of fun. fun. I heard it was a lot of fun. And uh, again, as mentioned before, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, The Legend of Dead Kel is now available on the PSN for $10. What a fine game that is. Indeed. It is, it I'm glad it game. sold well. Yeah, and yeah. I, I almost wish so I played. I'd sunk a several, like, not several hours, but, like, many hours into mm-hmm. it, and I didn't beat it because, like, just more shit came yeah, out yeah. as usual. And it's just these games that require that much time. It was never, a kind of a blessing. It, it was a blessing. I mean, it was a stressful time reviewing Amalur and then Mass Effect. But I'm glad I was able to review them because I think that was the now only way got I got through, through them. them. Yeah, you got through both of them. <laughs> you know, um, especially Reckoning. And I've been told, I've been told by a Beyond uh, listener, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to find that email. Give me one second, Mitch. Fill time. Um, out on Xbox Live Arcade this week, a Cinemora. Yeah, that game looks by, cool. It does. That's really pretty. It's a shmup, right? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Who developed uh, it? Uh, that was Grasshopper Manufacture and mm. some Polish studio or something I've never heard of. Oh, man. Thank so, you for that the pol- time, Phil. Was you the Polish studio Plastic that's bringing us Datora on PlayStation? Datora. I don't know. Nope. Uh, <laughs> someone, someone did write into Beyond and said that SAR, Search and Rescue, mm. was is worth downloading because they had really fond memories of playing it, I think. I can't find the email that is they that sent. Is that like a PS1? So that's a mini It's a mini. It's a mini okay. for $2.99. It's a reasonably priced mini. Not, yeah. They're not quite there yet. 
Not but there getting, yet, but they're, they're, on, they're on their way. They're on their way. Space Shooter for two bucks still the best mini, I think. Um, I never really paid attention to the mini scene. You haven't missed uh, anything. Yeah, you really haven't okay. missed much. Hey, Colin. Yes. I have, uh, I have a fun little segment. Okay. The segment is Ryan Clements reads PlayStation Mini descriptions. Okay, great. I love it. Now, this was, a, this was old. This came, this came uh, thank you very much to Chris who sent this in when I said that I couldn't <laughs> access the Hungry Giraffe description. Okay. So I'd like to read it now, oh, please do. if you guys Good. don't mind. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> and this, uh, Chris writes, uh, I wrote the entire description verbatim. All spelling, grammatical errors, and random capitalizations are not my doing. <clears throat> this is the description for Hungry Giraffe on the PlayStation Network. It sucks when you're hungry. Sometimes you just want to bury your face into a burger or tear into a taco. Out in the African savanna, a hungry giraffe feels your pain. <laughs> a 20-foot-tall, 1,200-kilogram animal like a giraffe needs to chow down on tons of food each day just to stay alive. But oh no, all the tastiest leaves have been eaten. No! Well, up in the sky, endless quantities of snacks, fruit, and junk food hover just out of reach. Hungry, giraffes fe- hungry giraffe features the world's largest and hungriest ever toad undulate. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> through, stillful ste- through skillful steering of his neck, you can propel your half-starved giraffe on his twisty, turny, upward journey, ch- chomping on strawberries, fries, sandwiches, and naughtier treats. Ooh. But beware, the skies are also strewn with hazards. Poison, anvils, and (laughs) non-prescription drugs also hover up there, ready ready to send your unwary giraffes plummeting to Earth. Hungry Giraffe is by far the greatest giraffe-feeding minigame of all time. (laughs) Dare you miss out? No. Obviously, I'm going to buy this immediately. That's pretty awesome. It seems like the developers are having fun with that one. See, that that wasn't quite like the Orbit one or Super Stacker. Yeah. Which we were listening to yesterday via uh, uh, the PlayStation or Podcast Beyond uh, app on iOS. Yes, yes. Um, Super stack. Who doesn't love to play with blocks? Yeah. <laughs> what, is it, what does it say at the end? No, it's like, until the time say so or whatever. Until the time. <laughs> I forgot about that. But and, yeah, and thank orbit. you, Chris, to write in Hungry Giraffe. Oh, I love that description. I enjoyed that thoroughly. It's actually, an, and I, I made a little error. It's not a mini game. It's by far the greatest giraffe feeding game. Oh, so it's a full giraffe full feeding claim. game. Yeah. That's funny as well. How you guys doing? Good. Yeah? Tired. Real good. Yeah, I know you're tired. I'm sorry. That's okay. But otherwise, you want to have, we're all hanging in here. No, Maybe. thank you. No, okay. I'm all right. Uh, I have a bunch of questions. Shall we answer some reader questions? I would love if to. If you would like to join our conversational podcast, always feel free to email us. Send them to beyond at IGN.com where you can join in on our conversation. Are we going to do to-to-to-to-to as well, or are we just going to do reader questions? Oh, um, yeah, I kind of – yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's, I don't, I don't know if we're kinda, just going out of order or not. No, let's uh, – you want to do toe first or do I don't know. It doesn't matter first? to me. Let's just do the questions. Okay. We have well, I have a couple. I, I can pick as many or as few as I want. So um, let's do one from. Let's do one from Timothy Johns. How's that sound? Okay. All right. So uh, he writes beyond. Beyond. Ryan. Beyond. Favorite K-pop group. Well, that's Girls Generation. Shionoshi Day. Uh, Colin. Orange juice with or without pulp. Without. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Greg. For real. No, that's me. Chick- no, there's a guest one too. Oh. Greg, chicken wings, one bone or two bone? Two, All obviously. Right. Yeah, I mean, two <laughs> Come on. And, and guest. That's me. Favorite color? Ooh, uh, blue. There we go. 
Beyond. <laughs> that was our first question. Um, anyway, so Ethan asks, what are IGN's plans for PAX East? Who's going? Will there be another meet and greet panels, etc.? cetera? Uh, Ethan, I don't believe any official editors are going to be going. Uh, when I say official, I mean I'm not sure if we're going to be singing freelance or not. But I do know that some of the one-up crew is going to be there, including... Jeremy Parrish, who's an awesome dude. The I one and only. The one and only. Uh, I love Jeremy Parrish. Do you, do, have you ever talked about the fact that like I love Jeremy Parrish? And and when I was a young man, he started that website, the GIA, which was like my favorite fan site ever. I, I know that I know that you have mad respect for him. I do. He's like one of the people in the industry I absolutely have like the most respect for. His knowledge of games, especially retro games and RPGs, is, is insurmountable. Really good. Yeah, he kind of knows his stuff. He really, he really knows his stuff. I don't even bother talking to him about games because uh, he's just gonna—he's <laughs> just gonna stupid. educate me. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, I, d- I would say that unfortunately, I don't know if we've talked about it on the uh, on the podcast before, but Pax East probably uh, n- won't be have a big presence there this year. But you never know. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe Prime or maybe Prime. Uh, ben writes in about my Tales of Graces F review, which I kind of wanted to talk about briefly. Ben writes. I didn't really like the new review style you used for the Tales of Graces F review. It felt incomplete to me since the opinions were based on only a small fraction of the game, so it's more like the first entry in a review in progress. I didn't mind not having a score. The review is enjoyable to read, but I wouldn't consider it a full review. Keep up the awesome content. Love the site. Beyond. This is from Ben. Mm. So thank you. This is this is the great kind of constructive criticism I like to hear because it's very polite, has some good points to it. Yep. Um, uh, to to be to have a very honest conversation about this review, this is a situation where we really didn't have the capacity and the time to cover Tales of Graces F just in the in in our schedule because that game probably requires a solid sixty to sixty five hours I, I would guess to to get to get through and beat. But I really wanted to write about it because I was really enjoying it when I started playing it, and so I decided to do the uh, to catch people up. I basically wrote a review, but it didn't have a score, and it was based only on a twenty hour chunk, and that was all the. And I think that's still a sizable, just twenty hours, a sizable amount of time. Now, of course, this isn't some sort of thing we're moving towards. I didn't want mean to make anybody think that we are going to move into a non-scored system. We, we still have scores. We're still doing traditional reviews. Uh, but uh, in this particular case, it was just kind of out of an interest of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, definitely, I still really much want to cover uh, JRPGs. And, uh, and, and sometimes, hopefully, we'll, we might be uh, sending them to other uh, to freelance writers to uh, cover reviews when uh, the in-house editors just don't have the time. Because you have to consider a... A standard work week is 40 hours and that's that's like raw hours that's yeah. not even that's that's considering all the meetings email writing everything uh so w- doing a single review for this game would take like one and a half work weeks if i didn't take a single second of break time <laughs> so um you know it's it's just very difficult to do yeah it's tough i mean we we talked about this as a team and mm-hmm. uh, the playstation team in particular because we just get we basically have all the RPGs on our console. So, you know, not all of them, most of them, especially the Japanese RPGs from NIS yeah. and all yeah. those guys. So, and obviously the Tales game is a port of a Wii game, but uh, I like the idea. I mean, we, um, you know, Clements and I were talking about Nino Kuni in particular. Like, that's a game we'll obviously, you know, Clements will beat before your reviews and, and you know, a Final Fantasy game, Clements, you know, beat Final Fantasy 13 too. Yep. I think it's just got, and Tales is big. I mean, Tales is a big game, no doubt, but 
uh, and a series I, I love and respect, but um, yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's, a it's not as well known. No. Yeah, and it's not as well known, and it's it's un, and unfortunately we we obviously want to cover the games that the most people are clamoring about, so we can get the most information to the biggest audience. And with that, I know that you you there are many of you that are really hardcore devoted <laughs> Tales fans. That's great, but you are not the majority, and that's unfortunate because I love Tales. But uh, it's again, it's just an issue of time, and and you know that's really all there is yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, the important thing was just getting a message out there yeah i mean yeah, I really the the review is just me saying you should buy it which i think is the most important thing because i think people should buy it and i think 20 hours is totally fair if oh if yeah. the game is still fun and good at after yeah. 20 hours that's what i was gonna say i mean i like to beat the game when i you know with rare exception we've talked about this before when i review yeah. it but 20 hours of tales i mean unless it's a game like xeno gears or something where like it totally falls off the cliff at the end and like just isn't a game anymore or something like that like i 20 hours is, is pretty reasonable like, i think you could have i think Given 30 hours, maybe, I think you could have made the argument that you probably could have scored the game. I mean, like, I, I, you know, and I wouldn't even think that it would be super inappropriate if you scored it at 20 hours, but I I respect that you didn't because you weren't comfortable with it. Yeah. But a 20-hour investment into a game where virtually everything else we review that's not RPG is over in 20 hours. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. long before 20 hours. Yeah, long before. uh, That I think that that's reasonable and fair. But I often think about, you know, man, we I mean, we didn't work here. We were in high school and, and maybe early in college, but PlayStation era... Uh, when there was a JRPG like every week for five years, I wonder like how they handled reviewing all those games. It must have been pretty tough. Didn't sleep. Didn't Grandia, have Wild Arms, <laughs> Battle Fantasy, Suikoden, go go go. Yeah, it was a freaking million of them. That was a golden era, though. Speaking of JRPGs mm. and the golden era, uh, this question is from Kyle, who writes. Uh, I've been looking to scratch a very serious JRPG itch lately. I've been digging Eternal Sonata, although strange difficulty spikes, timed button presses, and beats grating voice turn me off. Uh, well, then you should just change it over to Japanese. But anyway, I've been looking through your past reviews. He's referring to me uh, for JRPGs on IGN. And as a big Star Ocean 2 fan, I was wondering if you feel Star Ocean The Last Hope International is a worthwhile buy for $13. Yes, you would be out of your mind if you didn't buy that game for only $13. I love that game. It was really good. It all, that's also another one that takes about a, a billion hours to beat. But I really enjoyed it. So yes, Kyle, you should buy did Star you be, Ocean. Did you beat that one before you reviewed it? Uh, I don't remember. That was a long ass time ago. Yeah, it was. It was a while. Ago. I have yeah. that game unopened on my shelf still. I, oh, when, dude, I, it's so good. When I look at like my PlayStation games, like I have all of these games, a bunch of games, and like half of them I haven't even opened because we just don't have any time. And then the games that I do open, like Splatterhouse, I'm like, why did I open this game and play? <laughs> um, that's one of the games that's been staring me in the face. You know what the other RPG that's staring me in the face is Near. And I played that game oh, for like yeah. five hours, and I remember, really like it. Do you remember Nier? Yeah, yeah. yeah that um, I like that. That game. game was a kind of a. Did you ever play this? No, I just heard it was really, really funny. Funny? Yeah, like people love the writing in that game. It 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 actually does have like a lot of surprisingly good jokes in it, but it was more really interesting. Like that was probably one of the most interesting games I've played in many years because they did a lot of really crazy shit. Uh, there there was a really heavy reliance on very interesting and well-written dialogue and even mm-hmm. mod, like even like actually written text yeah yeah it's just a really fascinating game the yeah. story is also kind of like crazy in like a cool way i don't know that's i would actually suggest people if they have a really open mind about games to check me yeah out. that's one i've been meaning to get to as well yeah it's cool i i stopped playing it i don't know you know you get well, we've talked about this before there's just no time you know yeah yep there's no time, though, especially these long-ass games. That's why I'm like, you know, I want to play. I'm going through Mass Effect 3 again, and it's like, I don't even know if I really want to do this. Not because I don't love it, because I do, but because it's like, I want to play Silent Hill, and I want to play, like, a bunch of other games, and kind of even want to try Ninja Gaiden. Don't. I don't, don't. I don't know. Don't. God, don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. We'll see. 
Um, Andy writes, there are so many half-priced Final Fantasy games on PSN this week, and I haven't played any of them. Which of them are must-buys uh, must or must-guys? <laughs> must-guys. Uh, as, we, as we said earlier, it's uh, Final Fantasy VI and VII are mm-hmm. definitely good choices. Mm-hmm. I think and you tactics. Could, yeah, and tactics, yes. Yeah. I think you could make a reasonable case for five and nine too eight out of that group is like my least favorite but i think and there's still a lot of people including myself that enjoyed eight. no i know I, and what i'm saying is that like i think square charges ten dollars per game so it's five dollars you can get so you can get five six seven eight nine for 25 bucks right now that's a really good <laughs> it's deal like 700 <laughs> hours of <RPG> gameplay. <laughs> like i will I, I never have to buy a game again <laughs> yep I, i've even been considering i mean we, we, we talk about all this lack of time like I, I look at these final fantasy games especially because i have most of them on my ps ps3 already and I just kind of want to put them on my PSP or my Vita and play mm-hmm. them all again, and like write a piece about going back and revisiting. But again, that's like like Mitch said, that's like a that's like a several hundred hour, five hundred hour probably between the five games, yep. six games uh, investment. I, I just don't have that kind of time investment. But but man, I it would if if you've never played those games. See, this is the thing we talk about. Like when when you when you've never seen Seinfeld before and you see it for the first an episode for the first time, and like I don't know what that's like. I haven't known what that was like since I was a kid, but yeah. I can only imagine what that must be like. Yeah. It's like playing Final Fantasy VI for the first time. Like if you really never played that game, it's special. Five bucks. Yeah, it's like one of the greatest games of all time. So I say, but I say go in and get them all. I'm gonna yeah. grab that when I get home. There you go. You ought to. Good boy, Mitch. Good boy. Yep. Come on. Uh, that's a good boy. I know that I know that a long time ago Greg said we would never do Mary Boff kill, but there was a pretty good one in okay. here that I wanted to do. We haven't done one in a really long time. We, we kind of took that. This over is on uh, this is uh, from Graham from Dublin, Ireland, and then he says, "Greg, insert Irish accent here," but I don't even want to try. Does can anyone do an Irish accent? No. Mitch, nope. you have like reddish hair and freckles. Um, yeah, I have like a, I have Irish lineage. But yes, but you can't do an accent. No, no problem. No, sorry. Uh, anyway, Graham uh, threw together a Mary Boff kill for each podcast beyond member. Enjoy. Also, could I be hit of the week? Sure. My PSN name is Graham Carney. G R A H A M C A R N E Y. It's all one word. PSN and confirm. Uh, yes. So there you go, Graham. Uh, so you're Mitch. You tragically have to do Greg's. Are you ready? Okay. So do do you, you know Mary Boff <laughs> do I now do, Yes, yes. We do it on Unlocked every week. Yes. Okay. There we do go. Do I need to get into Greg's mindset, or am I still me? No, this no, is you. Okay. You just have to. Okay. You just have to do this one. Okay. The Infamous Games. Okay. The Uncharted Games. Mm-hmm. Portillo's Hot Dogs. <laughs> Imagine Greg doing this one. Yeah. I, I don't know what Portillo's Hot Dogs are. So it's it's a restaurant. He's like his favorite okay. place. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to marry Infamous. Okay. I'm going to buff the hot dogs and kill Uncharted. Wow. Wow. Kill I'm Uncharted? A, yeah, just because three really pissed me off, and I'm putting my faith in those hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not misdirected. It's not misdirected faith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my faith in those hot dogs. Colin. Yeah. The Resistance Games. Yeah. The Mega Man Games. Yeah. And the New York Islanders. Oh, man. Very buff kill. That's real rough. All right. This is easy, though, actually. Uh, I marry the New York Islanders because it's going to pay off one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to boff Mega Man and I'm going to kill Resistance because it's already dead. So it's really not that hard to kill it now. I guess so. I, I suspect Burning Skies will be the end of the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Graham gave me a impossibly difficult one. Okay. okay. Final Fantasy Dissidia. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Girls' Generation. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm going to kill Final Fantasy Dissidia. I thought you were going to kill Because Seven. I still have Duodecim. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to marry Girls' Generation. Because I love them. And they're so cute. I... You're going to marry Girls' Generation? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to buff Final Fantasy VII. Because huh. uh, some of the characters in there are very attractive. 
Tifa Lockett. More attractive than that girl group that you like? Girls' Generation? I de- as I've discussed... All right. If, we- if this is coming out on the podcast again... I don't- Actually, I don't know if we've ever discussed this recently. <laughs> all the members of Girls' Generation, my favorite Korean pop group, I have never fantasized about any of them. I only see them as like the sort of admiration, very pretty, like really respect them. You respect them, them too like, much to fantasize. Like them. I think they're really cool, talented, all this stuff. I still fantasize about them. I see that picture and on your on your la- on your laptop every day, and I, I, don't, I <laughs> you just, just want to yeah. fall into yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. You glance over and have a fantasy <laughs> yourself. Anyway, yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends have teased me about this over the years, but there are a lot of cases where, uh, like, if I have I, when I had a crushes on girls in high school, for example, uh, I didn't fantasize about them. It was like this weird thing where it's outside sexuality, like it was something else, which then could evolve into sexual attraction, but it usually started as totally innocent. Not <laughs> shut up, man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm opening up. I know. I'm not, I'm not making fun a moment. I'm, I know. Uh, yeah, it's just weird. I mean, everybody teased me about it. I totally. I, t- I think it is kind of funny. I mean, I, I don't know many guys that are like this, but I know some. Someone out there understands. Everyone in high school is being all high school. Like, I would nail that broad, and you're like, <clears throat> gentlemen, gentlemen. I think excuse that me. we are. She's a doll. <laughs> a stand-up lady. Uh, so yeah. Anyway. Cool. That was cool. good. Yeah. <laughs> good job, uh, everybody. Let's do, um, man, this is. I don't know how Greg keeps this so seamless. It's difficult. I know. Difficult structure. A <laughs> lot of the, a lot of these are actually really too long. Again, remember, uh, <laughs> please make your questions as short as possible, just for in, in the interest of time. Where do I send those? Uh, beyond at IGN.com. Thanks, Mitch. You betcha, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from Sid from Los Angeles uh, and wants to know when, if ever, Mike Mitchell is going to be on the show. Never. never. Haven't I already told everyone that Mike Mitchell's never allowed back on Podcast Beyond? Why? What happened? No, there's no I reason. I just like making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was an incident. No. So uh, The incident is that he's my roommate. Yeah. yeah I think that, that's, uh, that's, that's a good, good amount of questions for this mm-hmm. week. Thank you very much for all these questions. We love all the Beyond fans, and we appreciate your continued support. Uh, right before we get into topic of the week, I would like to remind everyone to uh, visit IGN, obviously, because that's where our lifeblood comes from. But also tell all your friends that play video games about Podcast Beyond because a lot of people still don't know. So please get the word out. Uh, you know, find us on iTunes, uh, rate us, and etc. And anyway. Podcast Unlocked. And Podcast Unlocked, our Xbox brother podcast yeah. or sister podcast. Sister, even though kinda, it's all dudes. Kind of then a brother podcast. Yeah. No. no, nope, sister, sister Stick podcast. With it. Okay. Stick with it. So Colin, mm. you did want to bring up uh, a few topics uh, before we end uh, the show today. I just felt like we should talk about PlayStation in 2012. All right, and let's do specifically it. You're the PlayStation. Yeah, the last this four the years have been here. This is it. Keep uh, your fingers crossed, boys. <laughs> um, so I kind of just want to talk about PS3 exclusives. Uh, I wrote a list here. Uh, Mitch aptly wrote sound shapes on it, but that's a oh, you game. were just going PS3. Yeah, because everything on Vita. Well, not everything, but m- most of the Vita games are exclusive. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But the the PS3 games that I could think of that are coming out this year, or maybe coming out this year, or not even confirmed to exist, but may come out this year. Uh, it's like Sly Four. From Sanzaru, of course, which mm-hmm. I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Game looks great. Uh, Dust 514 from yeah. CCP. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Last of Us may or may not come out this year. I suspect it's going to, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, that's from Naughty Dog. The Last Guardian, which, you know, as, as a listener to Podcast Beyond, no, I think it'll never come out. But the rumor is that, like, everyone internally at Sony is now working on The Last of Guardian. We had a story. <laughs> Everybody. We had a story that, uh, like, a couple weeks ago that Santa Monica is working on it. They're helping Ooh. to work on it. Because um, they, you know, put games out. Because they're amazing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Little Big Planet Carding was just announced, and that's going to come out by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorcery comes out in May, I believe, and that game looks really cool. I played it; it is cool. 
Um, and then there are some other games. Like, so Title Fight has been rumored. We don't really know anything about it yet. This was the rumored, uh, like, co- compilation fighting game similar to Smash Brothers, but with PlayStation characters. Indeed. And yeah. I'm excited about the prospect of playing something like that. We'll see what that's if that's real. Uh, God of War 4 has been heavily rumored. Um, I think it's inevitably real uh, based on everything that we've seen online. People have put it on there. Uh, resumes online that they've I've got it, dude. It. I've got it downstairs. Let's go. Play. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so presumably that will come out of Santa Monica at some point, but who knows? Uh, and then, of course, Kara is not the game, but Quantic Dreams Engine, and we'll and have we'll your rain developers. Yeah, and we'll see what the deal is with that. That would be nice if that game came out by the end of the year, but probably not. By the way, Beyond fans, if you guys <sighs> haven't seen it already, go to uh, the PlayStation channel or just yeah, just Google it. But uh, there's a making of Kara for the Kara video, and it's really cool. We we posted it yesterday. Yep. I, I suggest everyone take a look. It was really interesting. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm very, I'm, and I'm, I'm excited for PlayStation fans that Quantic Dream is stuck with the PlayStation family, at least for one more game to see. Because I'm really surprised. I'm actually authentically surprised by that. I, I was positive that if Quantic Dream wasn't going to be bought by Sony, that they were going to oh, yeah. go multi platform, but they didn't. So Sony probably threw them a lot of money, um, or maybe they just like working on PlayStation 3. I know that David Cage was saying that uh, they know what they're doing on PS3 now. And, 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 when you look at Heavy Rain and you look at Kara, I mean, these are like two very different looking games. It, the Kara uh, short film, if you guys didn't look at the little note beforehand, it is that is in-engine in real time on running on a PS3. That is which, what that game would look like. Which would... Forget about it. That's why David Cage says they don't even need a new console. Yeah. And yep. I agree with him. Yep. Yeah. Um... I love David Cage. So that guy's so awesome. He's like the PlayStation's Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> So let's but he ag- makes sense. Let's ignore, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's ignore Title Fight because we don't really even know what the deal is with Title Fight. Right. God of War 4, even though I'm sure it's real, we don't really know. I think we'll hear about both, both of those at E3. Yeah, probably. Um, so we have all these other games to talk about. Now, I, I'm kind of curious. We'll start maybe with Mitch. What's up? Uh, which of these, <laughs> I mean, from this smorgasbord of games, this isn't as compelling uh-huh. as last year's offering, offerings, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, we had... Kills on a resistance and, yeah. and Uncharted, I think, were the, probably the trifecta last year, mm-hmm. and, and along with such smash hits as, as PlayStation Move Heroes. Right. Mm. Um, Winner. And, and Ratchet and, and Clank All for One. Yep. And, and Ape Escape PlayStation Move. <laughs> Ratchet uh, and Clank All for One was fine. I was, no, it wasn't. My, my, nephew, my nephew loves that game. Yeah. Um, what do any of these games appeal to you? Oh yeah, many, almost all of them actually. Okay. Like your your list is uh, a list of games that I will actually play on PlayStation this year. Sly Four, of course. I just bought Sly for the first time. Uh, the collection, yeah. Uh, which I've I played old Slys, didn't finish. So now I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish Sly, and then hey, where'd time go? Yep, and like it does. So you know, IGN way. So I'm gonna dabble in the the old ones before Four comes out, and then really dig into Four and play through that one for sure. Looks great. Dust five on four, like the game is conceptually amazing. We're yeah. gonna hear more about it uh, mm-hmm. in a bit. Keza's over in Iceland right now, seeing yep. it. She's she actually is was seeing it just hours ago. <laughs> yep. So she, she was tweeting that it was hot shit. Yeah, that it was really interesting. Yeah, I mean the game's the the concept of that game is incredible. Like we the, have, if you if you don't know about Dust five one four, you can go on IGN.com and watch my uh, learn the basics video. Bam, good. Save me having to talk about it. There you go. The Last of Us. It's Naughty Dog. You know. Hopefully the story is uh, really good because that I universe no, I looks no amazing. Doubt. I have no doubt that it, that that game's gonna blow fucking minds away. Is Amy Hennig working on that? I don't know if that's clear. Probably not. Probably I not. I would agree with you. Uh, but I trust the Naughty Dog. People, oh yeah, you know? those guys really know. Even though, doing. like, I have considerable Especially, issues with Uncharted Three. That game looks amazing. I thought the story was good too. Especially Kurt and David. Oh, Kurt, love those. Guys. David's mad, mad at me. I think because he he was uh, he, he was, was here, here and you totally. Ignored him. I didn't ignore Snubbed him. Snubbed him. He was like, I heard, he's like, I heard you're hanging out all night. And I'm like, no, I got plans tonight. Sorry. But he was like teasing me because he already knew. I think I met that guy while really drunk. It's entirely possible. Show. Yeah, I think you did actually. Because yeah. they, uh, well, Kurt was definitely there. 
Oh, maybe that Kurt was, him. was the t- is the tall one. Yep, that was him. That Kurt. tall. Hi, Kurt. Handsome devil. I think no. I think David's the only one that actually listens Aww. to the show. Or wait, does Kurt also listen to the show? I don't know. I know David does. Kurt Beyond might. at IGN.com. Let, yeah, us, let know. us know. <laughs> uh, and, let us, and let us know what you're working on. Yeah, also uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> give us an update on Last of Us. <laughs> um, so, Clements, I mean, yeah. w- w- do any of these games appeal to you? Little Big Planet is right up Ron's alley. Uh, uh. Little, Big, Little Big Planet carding. Little Big Planet carding. I actually met some of the media, media molecule effects, uh, folks, speaking of Little Big Planet, uh, at our IGN's party during GDC, and they were super nice. I really like those guys. Um, let's see. Were they very British? Damn it, you beat me too. Actually, one of them was is from here, and one of them is was Scottish, I think, and so there was only one Brit in mm. the three of them. Yeah, fair enough. One of them was actually X One Up. Alice. Yes. Yep. There you go. Yep. Uh, so what was I saying? Oh Video yeah, about games. these games. Can I see this list? Can I visualize? Can I look at it? Pass that. Pass that on over to me, big guy. There it is. Thank you. And by the way, I just want to say that I'm sure I forgot a few exclusives that are coming out this year but that's all i can come to mind i think i'm most interested in i mean i definitely want to see how dust 514 plays you know because i'm I'm pumped about that but the ones that i like know that i will probably fall in love with are last of us and whatever quantic dream does next i I honestly wish Kara was their next game really me too about about an ai i was totally convinced there's no reason that whatever they're working on can't be in that universe whatever that is and that's that's the thing i mean think about the casting call I don't know if you guys remember, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that the char- the the girl in the casting call was a side character yeah, in Lauren. Heavy Rain, right? It was Lauren. Yeah. Uh, um, the mother, the yeah, grieving mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, She was a major character. So, yeah, actually. So who knows? True. So that's why I think it's really fascinating. Like they, they, they totally, they say it's not their game, but they could do whatever the hell they oh, want. Yeah. That, that could be their game. Yep. Their game could just be a playable version of that short film where mm-hmm. you just press buttons the whole time, like a like rhythm game. Put the plates <laughs> on the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that trophy was annoying. That was me putting plates on. Good. Yeah, no, that's good. I like thanks, this. Thanks. I'm, I okay. want whatever Sucker Punch is working on. And I want to know, and I want to play it, and I want to caress its yeah. sweet, sweet body. My theory is that oh, my theory is that it's an infamous <laughs> game on, on Vita. But I'm we'll, with we'll, you. We'll, we'll, but we'll see what comes of that. Yep. Uh, I don't... I, I wish it was Infamous 3, but you know people that beat the game know that that's probably not going to be possible. That is a considerable issue. Uh, oh, shit. Depending on how, how you beat the game, of course. Um, so maybe it's, a, maybe it's another story in that universe or whatever, but I just don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if Sucker Punch wants to walk away from Infamous yet. I don't know if that's a good idea. There's a lot to do. Hey, Colin, yep. you know what we shouldn't walk away from? What? Is our tester interview that we did. Oh, yeah, we forgot why about don't, that. Why don't we quickly throw that in there for everyone that wants to hear the latest contestant that was uh, booted off the tester. Let's hear more from them right this instant now. <laughs> All right, we are back with Quaja Monster. Hello, how are you today? I'm doing lovely. Thank you for asking. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, now, I guess I do have some questions courtesy of Greg Miller, but I also have some of my own. So I'm going to start with a official Greg Miller question because he couldn't be on the show with us today. Boss man. He, yeah, boss man. Boss man couldn't be here. But uh, he wants to know, uh, could you believe that you were eliminated before Sue Skyden? How do you feel about that? Oh, man. Uh, I was infuriated, and it was it was. I think the worst feeling, knowing that it was because of a beach twig, that this guy didn't got to go on further than me. <laughs> the um, beach twig. I watched. I watched this yesterday, and uh, I was. I gotta say, I felt so bad when you were just g- holding on to the stick that wasn't even part of the game. Yeah. Um, 
And then it was funny because after the challenge, Alec was like, Alec was like, we need to get the beast twig out of the play area. That way no one else mistakens it for an item. And I just threw it back into the area. I'm like, you find it. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I would like to, I think that the, the loss there was a technicality, really. I mean, if you, if you would have only known what you were going for, it would have turned out better. I, I should have listened a little more. Obviously, Christy was like, you know, I found a basket and other various items. I should have clicked that into my mind that maybe it's going to be bigger than this one and a half inch fucking beach twig. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, she tells you on the right podcast. Yeah, yeah she is. She certainly joined <laughs> the right show. <laughs> um, so at, at what point did did you realize that you were probably going to be on your way out? Um. It was basically after we had just finished uh, doing the challenge and I had taken my blindfold off and realized that, you know, the, the first thing I saw was that giant white horse standing there. And <laughs> I, I kind of like, you know, I looked up at the gods and I was like, fuck! So I was just like so infuriated. <laughs> just like Kratos would do, except maybe a little exactly. less vulgar. Athena! Athena! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, that, and that really, what, 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 what was really, I thought sad is that you basically went home like right after that challenge and just started packing up, which was very melancholic. And I, I, I totally felt for you during that, during that section of the show. Yeah, uh, I, I appreciate your, your, I guess, uh, your sympathy to me, but I, I had started packing because I realized that this was a big, big fuck up and I'm not too skyden, you know, I'm not the drama queen. I'm not there for drama purposes. So even though um, you know, I, I I did mess up and I think that I, I was a a really big part of the show that, you know, that wasn't gonna keep me on. Yeah, I hear that. So what uh tell us uh, what you are up to right now. What's what's on your schedule? What are you doing right now? Right well maybe not right this instant, <laughs> but in life in general. That's what I wanna know. <laughs> Well, right now I'm I'm just laying on my bed talking to you lovely people. But oh, uh, sounds good. I'm currently trying to find a job with Sony. Any job I can possibly do, I will even clean toilets. I, <laughs> you you will I clean really, Sony toilets. I will clean Sony toilets. But I'm really just trying to look for any job, trying to get into the industry. Because um, I mean, I've shown that I have a passion for the industry. I had my head in a fucking box of stinky-ass cockroaches just for a chance to get a job there. So, I mean, obviously, I'm willing to do things that other people necessarily aren't to be able to, you know, contribute to something that I really, really love. So, right. So oh. Yeah, Colin, did you want to chime in? Yeah, I'm actually going to talk. All right, let's uh, do it. Talk. So that's actually an interesting segue into a, a question I'm kind of curious about, which is that you're saying, you know, you'll do anything to get into the industry. And obviously, Ryan and I certainly did anything to get into the industry as well. Uh, so I, we sympathize with that. So what exactly do you think you want to do? I mean, ideally, what position would you want at, say, a developer? Um, I would actually like to do kind of uh, storyboard development type stuff, not necessarily the programming because I'm not, like, that big of a nerd. Right. Um, <laughs> Certainly. Um, I mean, uh, I was an English major, um, I'm really into creative writing. I'm really good at developing stories, characters, environments. I'm really vivid with my details, so I think that it would be awesome. And also, I like I like the obscure games like um, you know, like Katamari, and you know, like I think Little Big Planet's kind of you know a little crazy out there too, um, with the different stuff that you do in the game. So, 
I kind of want to bring like new ideas uh, for for video games uh, for the future. Cool. And, and what uh you know since you kind of had a shot to work at a Sony first party or whatever I mean obviously things didn't pan out with Santa Monica or whatever but which which first party developer or developers that Sony owns would would, would you ideally want to land at if it was up to you? Oh anything. <laughs> anything at all so so anything you don't have a preference like you wouldn't want to be at naughty dog or sucker punch or studio japan or polyphony you just you'd go to any of them anything interesting can you, I could, anything. Could you can you speak any other languages besides english spanish spanish oh okay cool well you you might oh, not be spanish. able to you might need to practice if you wanted to end up in japan but <laughs> yeah, um, that's that, that's interesting i mean I so mean, you know what oh go ahead i, I go. love I love the part. I can just look at them and smile or do the awkward laugh like I understand. I'm pretty sure that I can make it at least a month doing that. Okay, just like pretending that you that you understand what they're saying. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Their games don't really come out anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I do – but all right. So you said you would go anywhere, but I guess – because I, 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 I'm kind of curious, you know, where your passion lies within the first party. I mean, what is your favorite first party developer? Dun dun dun! Did we did we stump did we stump you on this one? I think so. I mean, I'm not. Well, I'm what's not really, yeah? What's not, um? What's your favorite like Sony like Sony developed game? I guess is an, an easier question then. Like Sony exclusive, like PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like one by one of their studios they own. Yeah. Proud of the rapper. Proud of the rapper. Proud of the rapper. <laughs> Sure, that's such a classic game. It's one of the first music games to ever come out in gaming. And just the fucking, the whole paper, the paper effect that they did back in the day, that was pretty fucking, like, that was like 3D paper. Like, how do you get 3D paper? You make a game about rapping, I guess. I guess that's yeah, how you do I, it. I remember getting that game for Christmas. <laughs> I loved it. Love. Yeah, that is... Girl, like... That is a classic. Certainly didn't expect that as the answer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't but either. But a good answer nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. What? Uh, and yeah, and obviously us English majors have to stick together. So uh, you said you were into uh, you know creative writing and, and telling stories. Do you have any particular favorite types of stories you like to tell, be it realistic, uh, science fiction, fantasy, uh, rapping, 3D paper? Uh, <laughs> I um, usually do like kind of... Um, realistic things cool um just because i mean that's that's what i was told to write in my creative writing classes okay but i mean well i'm really into like you know lord of the rings and, and shit like that too like and shit like so that I'm, yeah so i mean like i'm into that like fantasy kind of shit too i just i've never actually sat down and like tried to write something like that but i mean I've got some, like, crazy shit going in my brain. As, as Sky Diddy would say, you know, my brain juices are always flowing. So. Brain juices are always flowing. What do you think of Sky Diddy, by the way? I love Sky Diddy. I actually got to see him um, a couple weeks ago in California, and I miss him so much. He's just such a character. He is a, he is a character. I, he, he, like, stood out to me right away when I was watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, you. Um, now, I guess another Greg Miller question that he wanted me to ask you was: Would would you do all this again for another shot at it? Oh, I would definitely do do it again. I mean, I, I didn't even think that I would make it past like episode two. So just for me to know that I made it that far, and I know where I made my mistakes, and 
you know, where I was strong and, and the, you know, a good team team player. So if I could do it again, I would totally do it again. And this time I would totally take it all. Awesome. It's mine. Bold, bold, but I like it. Excellent. And then my 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 last Ryan Clements uh, question is: uh, Do you watch Japanese animation? Yes. You do. Do you, can you name your favorite anime for us? <sighs> Think favorite hard. Favorite anime. Oh man, this is hard. Probably. It... Shit. Probably uh, Lucky Star or Mitsudomoe. Oh wow, that is an awesome choice. I love Lucky Star. Well done. <laughs> You've just earned great win points for me. Great win points? <laughs> great win points for you. All right, and I, I have one final what question. Is, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Can you say again, Quasimodo Monster? Well, yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like, most people don't know what Lucky Star is, so I think that it's really awesome that you do know what it is. I think it's the most random, like, pointless anime, but I love it so much. Oh, it's a fantastic slice of life show. I, I, I have seen that show many times. I love it. Clements loves his anime. I do love my anime. I know I'm pretty well versed in it. Uh, I'm going to anime convention in April. Uh, to which one? Uh, anime Central. Oh, nice. Where? Wait, where is that in SoCal? Where is that? It is in Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, Great. Yeah, Miller's go. hometown. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I want one. You know, just just for the PlayStation faithful out there that are kind of curious about your preferences or whatever, and I kind of already tried to extract some other information about you. I'm curious. <laughs> my last question is: What is your most anticipated? upcoming PlayStation exclusive. It could be on Vita or it could be on PS3. PlayStation exclusive? Yep. Yes. Uh, probably uh, Starhawk. Starhawk, interesting. Interesting. Okay, cool. Clements we, 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 and I just saw, uh, we, we were just down talking to uh, Harvard uh, playing that uh, playing that game in uh, Santa Monica not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, but the, prop, the correct answer was The Last of Us. <laughs> the correct <laughs> answer. <laughs> what, what you should be looking forward to. <laughs> All right. Well, Quasha Monster. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. I appreciate all your time. And best of luck to you in the future. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Of course. Beyond. Beyond. Oh, wait, yeah. You have to say beyond as part of our uh, podcast tradition. Beyond? Excellent. With a question mark. <laughs> With a little bit of a question mark, but Never I liked it. It added some one. character. Yeah. Thank you very much to Quaja Monster for uh, joining us on that interview. Sorry it took till the end of the show for me to remember <laughs> to put it in there. But, uh, yeah, so that... That was that riveting stuff. Yeah, no, thank thank you very much for uh, for joining us. That was a that was a fun interview. Uh, Colin and I actually had a good time uh, chatting it up. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, what else, boys? We That's got it. anything else? Final Fantasy is coming back, right? Final Fantasy Ten is that coming to PS3 too? Oh yeah, yeah HD NV. collection or I mean just HD. HD collection of one collection of one single game collection. <laughs> um, I don't so, know if that's gonna be this year though. Really? Yeah. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? What's we don't know anything anymore. about it. You, know, like, you guys see, oh, y- yo, Kyle, you missed the biggest news that mm. uh, you can download fucking Mass Effect N7 armor into Final Fantasy 13 too. Did you see that oh, trailer? Yeah. That's no, so well, corny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something. so, so corny. The, the, it, it looks so out of place. And also the trailer they released is... The ending it, of the game. The ending of the game. It's like spoilers, and then it's the end boss fight. It's the end the boss fight with them wearing the N7 armor, and it's just showing them beating the boss. Like, you could have picked any other moment in that game, <laughs> yeah. and it would have been totally oh, appropriate. What the hell are you doing? I don't know, man. God bless you. God bless them. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they know. Sometimes they get their shit together in such a miraculous and beautiful way, and other times it's just N7 armor and Final Fantasy 13. I theorized this morning that the uh, the other end of that 
thing is going to be Final Fantasy is going to be the new Mass Effect 3 ending, and that's their crossover. <laughs> oh, man. Final that Fantasy cross something. Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah. There Love you go. It. It's a fighting game. Uh, I think that's going to be it for uh, for us today. What do we'll you guys wrap think? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. It was a long show. Yeah, it has been a good one, though. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today mm, on my Podcast pleasure. Beyond. Uh, remember, you can follow uh, follow all of us on IGN as well as Twitter. My Twitter name is Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider. Colin is no taxation, all one word. And Mitch is? At Mitchie D. Mitchie D. Can I ask about Pwam Cider? What does that mean? Oh, man. I've always wondered. Uh, the very short, I've, I've said this before in the podcast, okay. the very short, uh, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. How about that? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, we have a habit of ending this show with a song. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to play a song from Brian who wrote in saying, uh, my band's name is Cold Heart Repress. We are a rock punk band from Sacramento and I would be honored to have one of our songs played on the show. This track is called Heartless Beat and we will be touring the West Coast this summer and can be found on Facebook and ReverbNation.com. Thank you and keep on beyoning. This is Cold Heart Repress, R-E hyphen press. And this is their track called Heartless Beat, which I thought was pretty rad. And uh, that's going to be about it. Uh, thank you again, gentlemen. Beyond. Beyond! Beyond. I'm
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.